everyone and welcome to another mini-sode of the investigation game. I'm Alicia here with Leah. Hello. And before we get started with this episode, we're pretty excited to announce that we have 5,000 downloads. It's so amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. I don't think we ever thought it would get this far. This fast. Yeah, that's like, true. I thought it might take like we were freaking five out years. Over like 2,000 downloads in this. So, so it's like, that's the yeah, weird so part. Yeah, so thank you for listening. <laughs> thank, you. Oh, thank you for listening. I feel so loved. I know. <laughs> I always think like, no, I'm, no, we're only going to be positive right now. That's right. We're going to be positive. We're always just trying to make this topic <laughs> positive. Yes. So one thing I do have to mention is that there are seven states in the U.S. that we are not listened to in. So if you guys know anybody in this little list of states, let them know because I I just really want to fill out the map. On our little podcast thing, it shows us a map of like all the states we're listening to and I just want the whole map to be blue. That's right. So Montana, Alaska, Hawaii, Delaware, West Virginia, New Hampshire, and Montana. So if you know anybody in those states, please let them know we're, we're looking for them. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just click the download button. Yeah. Like, that's all you can do, <laughs> just click the download button. Although, like, my internship was in West Virginia, so calling out my West Virginia people, <laughs> like, come on. And okay. if we got listeners in Hawaii, they might want to have the game. That's right. Totally host the game in Hawaii. Alicia's, Alicia's like, I'll host that game. I'll do it, I'm not okay. certified, but I'll do it. Right. <laughs> Maybe I need an assistant. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the photo. <laughs> yeah, right. Who else could do that other exactly. than you? No, no one. one. Okay, so then to get us back on track, yeah. um, we would really love to read some fraud stories from investigators that listen to the podcast. We just have a couple of requests. One, that the story be true. Don't lie. I mean, we're the investigative, like fraud investigation podcast. So it has to be true. Mm -hmm. But then we would just ask that you not in your story or in your write up, don't put where it happened and don't use um, actual names mm -hmm. just so that we can uh, well, so we can comment on them yeah. uh, and not offend anyone and um, just, you know, confidentiality and all of those fun things. But we'd really love to share your stories and mm -hmm. read those on the mini sodas every now and then. Yeah. So shoot us an email at podcast, it's not plural, podcast at workmanforensics.com. Important. Yes, thank you for the <laughs> Also, the we don't just want stories from the U.S., I know we have a yeah, couple listeners yeah, right. that are out of the country, so anybody in the UK, I know we got some in Australia. We love to hear your stories all over the world because we're interested in fraud in different countries. That's too. right. I mean, we kind of know how people in the US steal. Yeah. Like, so we want to like find out. But I want those stories too. <laughs> just send yeah, stories. Just we send love them stories. <laughs> okay. Let's get to our questions. Yes. Yeah, so before we start the timer, I wanted to mention that on our last mini sode, we talked about you know, love scams because it was Valentine's right. Day. Right. So I do want to kind of talk about each interview you had for February, which was both Abby Ellen and Juliet Laco. I'm ready if you are and we can I get am. into the questions. Okay. Start with Abby's. Okay. Abby's book is duped. Yes. So I I have a question on are we able to help someone find out if they're being duped? Like currently duped. Yes. How? <laughs> I thought that was where the question would end. No. Um, yes, we can. 
as private investigators, we do have access to some databases where we can search information about people. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Google is the best place to just find out whether you're being duped by a scam. Also, if you feel like you're being duped in your business, we talk about this all the time, that we can run data tests to help you find that out too. But we're more than happy to help you at Workman Forensics find out if you're being duped or not with the resources we have. But the majority of our resources are going to be just thinking logically and critically and creatively about how to see if something is legit or not. I remember from back in the day, there was a product that my parents were looking at selling. I said, well, before you get into selling this product, can I do a little research? And whenever I started researching the company, discovered that this guy had been investigated before for some multi-level marketing scams. You know, we're just able to advise that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like thinking a little differently. So if you don't feel like you can think like that, we'd be happy to help you. But honestly, just typing in, you know, the name of an owner or the name of a company and then just start digging on Google and just mm-hmm. be inquisitive in your searching. You can usually find out if you're being duped or not, mm. I think. Yeah. Kind of running on find money and divorce real quick. Oh, yeah. Would you say somebody could use find money and divorce to find out if they're kind of being duped by their partner? Like Absolutely. They're, they're not planning yes. on getting divorced, but like they're curious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even though we have created find money and divorce for potential divorce clients or, you know, whatever. Yes, you can absolutely use find money and divorce to investigate your current partner. <laughs> absolutely. Do you yeah. have to be married to use find money and divorce? Because you... You have to be married to access their accounts or? Well, I mean, it just depends. I mean, if you and your partner have a joint account, you can look at that. Or if you, you know, maybe you have an agreement that one partner takes care of the money, even though it might be separate. You know, if you've got access to those things, Mm -hmm. I I don't recommend you break into uh, your partner (laughs) stuff if you're not married or, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to recommend anything like that. And then not to mention at Workman, even though we don't, Workman doesn't do surveillance, we're connected to people that do surveillance and things like Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. can help you get some of the information that you're looking for. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to be... Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yes. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, this could be something people could use. Absolutely. Without... Yeah, okay. our, our system would work mm-hmm. uh, whether you're getting divorced or not. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So in your interview with Abby, there was a moment where you asked her about these spy the lie tips. So I was curious if we or if you use them in your line of work or if it's kind of eliminated because of data. I don't think that it's eliminated because of data. My takeaway from that conversation with Abby and also just that part of her book was talking about these different behavioral characteristics, you know, and the one in the podcast that I do think is the simplest to describe is whenever someone's saying yes, but they're shaking their head no, maybe they just have a habit of doing that. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, they're lying. And and there's so many different techniques. But what I like to consider is whenever I'm talking to someone, evaluate their behavior. So if I'm interviewing someone in a fraud case or quite frankly, even in my personal life, if I'm talking to someone, (laughs) I'm watching their behavior. And is that, is it consistent? Is there anything that's just kind of like odd? Like, do they get a little weird whenever I ask a certain, whenever I ask a certain question that Mm. seemed like it was no big deal, that type of thing. So having a baseline of, you know, what's your name, these different things, like creating that baseline is just a really good, like, rule of thumb, create a baseline and then start asking your more sensitive questions if you're interviewing. But even still, just because somebody reacts weird to one question, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh my goodness, they're stealing money, you know, Mm -hmm. or that's where in our line of work, 
pairing the data with those behaviors is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like we know that this person had some really strange narcissistic behaviors, but that doesn't mean that they were stealing money. Yeah. But oh, now we're finding millions of dollars that were unsupported reimbursements or 40 whatever that was, $43 million of payroll bonuses that they weren't entitled to, you know, and mm-hmm. those types of things. Whenever we combine those things together, it just helps make our case. I see. So it's just, it's combining the data with how they're acting and yeah. just kind of marrying the two right. to confirm. Right. So like for me, putting the two things together just makes it a well-rounded story, which leads mm. to a well-prepared case. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Now in Juliet's episode, you two talked a lot about how it's important for a whole team to come together to help somebody get through their divorce. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a whole team, what does a forensic accountant bring into a divorce that helps it or brings it to a close? A forensic accountant on a divorce team can be helpful in a variety of ways. The way that's most common for us is you using financial information, whether that's personal or business, to identify other assets that haven't yet been disclosed by one of the spouses for us to kind of just track those things down. And that's also the foundation of find money and divorce is helping people understand how that works so that they can start that process themselves. Mm -hmm. The other way is that some forensic accountants are also valuation analysts, certified valuation analysts or um, There's another credential, but it's escaping me. But basically you do valuation work. Mm -hmm. We do not do valuation work here because we focus on data sleuthing. So what we will do is we go look at the financial information for the company that then needs to be valued. We do the preliminary work to then give our data sleuthing results to the valuation expert to decide how this company will best be valued. And Mm -hmm. then that value is then discussed as part of a property settlement. So that's how we help with that. Another way that we help too is by creating a lifestyle analysis. And our approach is once again, a data approach to how is this spouse living? How did this Mm -hmm. family live? And how are they able to do this if they're saying they don't make any money every year? Mm -hmm. So creating a lifestyle analysis from data is another way that forensic accountants can help in this process. I see. So it's analyzing the lifestyle analysis because I I know we bring that up a lot and I've never been completely sure what it entails, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of taking their whole life, how they handle it and lining up the fact that how much they make doesn't match how much they're spending. Right. Essentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that works the same in divorce, business, no matter what. Yeah. So divorce is really helpful in child support Mm. disputes. Yeah. So it's just usually part of that divorce process. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my final question that isn't actually on the list that I am curious about from the Abby Allen episode. Okay. Have you tried the Caramel Sutra? I looked for it last week. Really? And (laughs) they didn't have it at Reese's. Oh. I know. So I Googled it and it looks like (laughs) I need to go to Target. (laughs) I feel like you went on this whole research. I did. I wanted to try Caramel Sutra. When she mentioned the center... Yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Okay, well, if I find it at Target, I'll bring it to the office and we'll eat it. We apologize, Abby, that we have not tried it yet. It is on the list. And I did try. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And please remember to send those stories. We're so excited to read them and share them with everyone else. The Investigation Game is brought to you by Workman Forensics. For more information on the business and its services, visit workmanforensics.com. Find us on social media on any social media platform at Workman Forensics.
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or topic ideas, please email us at podcast at workmanforensics.com. Thanks for listening.